It's a comedian. Yeah. He is. <laughs> no, not joking. Hello, welcome back to that Josh James show with me, stand-up comedian Josh James, the comedy pride of South Essex. And as ever, I'm joined by my right-hand man, top producer in the game, the Italian stallion Salvatore Bacconi. How are we doing, Big Sally? Yeah, not bad. Uh, who's the comedy pride of North Essex then, if you're South? Um, core, who lives in Colchester? Like something like that. I don't know. It's some very good comedians all over Essex, but... um. In the north, I'm not too sure, to be honest. So why don't you just say the comedy pride of Essex? Because I don't really identify that much with North Essex. <laughs> I sort of like, you know, you know, you've got like Ireland. Right. Um, and you've got Ireland, you've got Northern Ireland. Mm. You've got Republic of Ireland, you've got Northern Ireland. Yeah. You know, I would say that's sort of how it is, you know, around here. You've got South and you've got North Essex and both are quite difference to be honest always on the cusp of civil war no not no not really um to be honest the county is so big that i mean i have literally been colchester about three times because it's the other side of essex you know i just would have no reason to go there and if i weren't gigging uh had a few gigs there and obviously do that you know visit colchester what i've just done uh i'd have no reason to go there to be honest uh like what would you say is like uh defining thing from someone from North Essex well I think if you live in Colchester I think you've probably got more in common with someone who lives in Ipswich because that's 30 minutes away right, right, rather right. than someone lives in Brentwood that, and that's more like 50 minutes to an hour away um, oh yeah we've spoken about Ipswich before haven't we <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but I would say you know um, I mean if you're if you're in South Essex you'll you'll also spend a lot of your time in I would say weekends in London and stuff like this you yeah, know what I mean you're yeah, more yeah. part of that London sort of bubble, even though you're a little bit removed from it, yeah. Um, and you're own your own little world, own little fishbowl, but you're still, you know, you're probably working in the city or you know, regularly going out in the weekend of the city. I mean, if you live in Colchester, you're not doing that as much just because it, it's a long, long way yeah. to get there, you know. How have you been anyway? You saw been you right. uh, did the blackout last night, yeah. Done a blackout last night, very good comedian called Mark Flynn, uh, one. Very funny man. Funny guy. Yeah, really, really funny. Um, like a bit, bit more, bit of an older bloke, bit of deadpan. Uh, just funny bloke, man. Really, really some... funny guy. It always cracks me up. I've only been going like a year and a half, and I'm like, yeah, you're very good. He's got some good jokes about his wife. Like some. He's got of... loads of. He's got uh, loads of good jokes about loads of different things. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, he's he just hits the nail on the head. Really good, and really nice guy as well. Just like easy going. Hmm. he's very do you know what he's very similar off stage as he is to on stage you know obviously that he's very deadpan that sort of thing on stage and he's like that off stage but uh yeah go check him out mark flynn very funny how you been anyway yeah been all right um had a bit of a mad week really uh oh yeah what were the old um with your prince harry thing yeah so I, yeah basically I, I sort of posted a little parody thing of the prince harry book last week very funny um where in it i do i think it's a pretty shit impression of him to be honest what, like what are your thoughts it's, it's uh i wouldn't say it's, it sounds exactly like him but a lot of people don't really take much interest and obviously you're you're very sort of well spoken in it so and uh and it's obviously overlaid 
like an audio book, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, like, yeah. I, I did it in a sort of clickbaity style, saying like, uh, "Oh, does he really expect us to believe this?" Just sort of hook people in, and in it, I'm like, uh, "The first time I took cocaine." I had no idea what it was. I, f I thought it was powdered sugar. And then I'd do this like, big long spiel about yeah. like, and because loads of ridiculous shit has come out of the book, like the Elizabeth Arden oil on his dick reminding him of his mum and like all that sort of stuff. Did loads you of mad stuff. Loads of mad stuff. I think people just took no. it for, you know, just just sort of took it for as it was and, and thought, yeah, that's, that's real. And it's now on like 4.7 million views. Mad um on instagram and it sort of it was going viral and, and loads of people and i was sort of like at first i was like oh, okay well obviously most people think know that it's a joke and some people think that it's real and then as time went on i started seeing more and more comments i started realizing that most of these people that are commenting and sharing it think this is real if i had to take a guess i mean i put a little poll out on my instagram but i think it's going to be biased because people know that you know, I'm a comedian on my on my, my followers, but I probably would say about seventy to eighty percent of the people who watched it think that it's real, which, which is mad. It's fucking mental. It's mad. <laughs> it's Do you know what? One mental. thing. Uh, one thing. I think, if you're not from this country, right, you'd probably be mistaken in thinking that was Prince Harry. Yeah. If you're from this country, surely you would know that's not his voice, but. Especially as there have been clips with, because it, it even says on the post, read by the author. Yeah. And there's been clips that have been going around where he's been speaking. And you can clearly hear there's a big distinction between my voice yeah, and his definitely. voice. definitely. But yeah, it's great. I mean, obviously, very funny. Um, the only thing that went over my head is I, I didn't know what a, a panettone was. <laughs> I'll tell you what, this Christmas, I'll buy you one. Anyway, I posted the video. It sort of went a bit mad. And then a few days ago, a guy called Snowy Danger. Do you know Snowy Danger? I, I'm not too familiar. With, well, I'm not too familiar with his content, but I've heard a lot about him because my mates really like yeah. him. They find him really funny. Yeah, he's like a proper geezer. He's a hey, proper like, geezer. I know he's done songs with the manor, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, he's a, he's a, a, I believe he's a musician. He's a producer. Producer. Yeah, but I, I think he's he raps as well, raps maybe. As well. Yeah. yeah, I listen to a couple of his, uh, his, his songs. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Not my cup of tea, but you know, you know, Geezer rap. yeah, it's got, it's got its place. I'm yeah. sure, you know, um, but yeah, so he did like, you can do this thing now on Instagram where you can remix reels. Right. So it could take, you could take someone's reel and then change stuff on it and then add to it. So he took that and added to, to the end of it, him just pissing himself laughing for about a minute. Right. At how funny he thought the, you know, this segment of the book in quotation Because he thought book. it was Harry. Now, <laughs> I think he definitely thought it was Harry. 100%. Yeah. Because the next I day... I see that he commented on your video, though. Yeah. Nah, I think basically... So I'll get to that in a second. Okay. So he's he's done it. Uh, he's done that reel. And on the reel, he's put a caption like, yeah, all right, Harry. Uh, um, my name's... Billy, not silly, mm. and then put something else, and then he started tagging like Wall of Comedy and like these meme pages, right, to get them to post it on their thing. So they've posted, reposted it, right? Not tagged me, like that. He's not tagged me in it, so right. so so like, I still think up to that point, he thinks it's real. You know? Yeah, of course he does. Yeah, he uh, obviously does. Yeah, and then um, I'm sort of like, 
I was just sat at home watching TV a couple of nights ago and I started getting like loads of DMs from just like random people, a few listeners of the podcast or whatever. Mm. Have you seen this? And he's got some like <laughs> t-shirts printed and some hoodies with We Are The Panatoni, which got is one merch. of the quotes. <laughs> he's got the merch. <laughs> now I'm thinking like, I'm going to have to nip this in the bud now because... I don't want someone sort of like making money. Making money off your idea. Off my idea. Yeah. And people in the comments going, where can I get one? I'll buy yeah. one. Yeah, all this sort of stuff. So I thought, I'm not, I kind of, I'm not having this. So I posted this apology video yesterday. Yeah. Where I sort of mentioned him in it. You know, I said, like, you know, like I misled like millions of people. And also some of you even went out and started making merch, you know. Yeah. And I have to say I'm flattered, but I will be expecting a cut. And then I tagged him in it. And he messaged me and he commented on the, the picture saying, oh, no, no, I knew it was, uh, <laughs> I knew, I knew it was fake. Uh, I just thought it was fucking hilarious. But. No, I think he, I think he, didn't he say in the comment, I see the comment. I think he said, uh, I thought it was Harry. No, he didn't. Let He's me... trying to, he tried to backpedal, basically. He tried to act like he thought that it was, um, that he thought that it was, he knew that it was fake all along. I was aware it wasn't Harry, mate. Oh, okay. I like the video, so I stitched it. If it's what I so if he was aware that it was It's fucking hilarious. I think that's fair enough, though. He but said. If, if he was aware that it wasn't Harry, why is he not tagging me in the caption? Oh, okay. Yeah. Why is maybe he not, not tagging me yeah, when the me pages? I know? reckon he probably thought it was him. Yeah. But he, I reckon he would have run with the merch thing if had I not posted that video yesterday. Mm. But it just goes to show you, like, I think. You can put something out there as a joke and people don't do any bit of research. They yeah. don't, even, don't even do a fucking Google search just to yeah. find out whether it is real. Like don't, don't check anything and they just take it as like given and then tell it to their friends. Cause I had like my girlfriend's mates were saying to her, Oh yeah, I thought that was real. I've been telling people that it was real. And then like my, my sister said she went to work and she heard someone talking about it in the kitchen. Yeah, Prince Harry's probably seen that, you know that? Do you reckon? I reckon so, mate. It's got like almost 5 million views. He probably maybe say, like his mates, his mates have got to be on Instagram. You know what I mean? They would send it. No. Like it's quite hard. It's quite harmless as well. Like joke, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, I would reckon Harry probably would have found that funny. I mean, I'm listening to the book at the moment. Oh, you actually, yeah. Yeah, I'm about halfway through. I've got it on audio. You make me laugh, you do, because as much as you like Cota and all that sort of stuff, you can't get enough. You watch the Netflix series, you listen to the audio. I'm not a royalist, mate. (laughs) Uh, Do you know what, though? Do you know what it is, though? I I just find it interesting. And I've got to say, it's one of the most interesting books I have listened to. It's really, because you don't often hear about these things. And, uh, um, it's just interesting hearing him talk about you know getting on it and <laughs> but it is it's just like and then him going to war um, you know and the, the, this is I do sympathise with him a bit because he's typical like newspaper um, that they just like uh, what's the word it's just spin isn't it spin everything like the way he sort of come out and said certain things about how he killed Taliban and all stuff like that um he says it in a pretty respectful way, like, you know, things just get just get blown out of proportion, don't mm. they? Yeah, I think the mad thing is that, like, you know, it's the fastest selling non-fiction book of all time. Is it really? Yeah, it don't yeah. surprise me. It is fucking interesting, man. But but people can still, like, you know, not really know, like, what the ins and outs of it are and, like, like sort of misinformation. I mean, I've basically been, like, a fucking fake news baron for the past week. 
like accidentally. And I now realize like that apology video yesterday I posted got like 25,000 views, something like that. Five points, like if it gets yeah, like five million views. Yeah, we're going to believe that's real, yeah. Yeah, all those people are going to believe that's... Pretty harmless though. Yeah, yeah, it's not that bad. It's not that bad at all, mate. You know, yeah. it's like, he'll probably, Harry, you know, I've got to know Harry quite well from listening to the book. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think H would find it funny. Yeah. So. You ever had like, um, stuff go viral where people try to buy it and like repost oh, it? Oh, fucking all the time, mate. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, like I said to you, the internet is just fucking lawless. Yeah, it is. And uh, it used to wind me up when I used to see other people sort of nicking my premises or just, I mean, we spoke about a Mogulligan, didn't we? People ripping mm. him off. Um, but at the end of the day, that's the reason I put, I put a little bit more effort into my content is because I try and make it so that people can't copy it, but then still people will nick premises and ideas. I notice. Um, and you just sort of fucking got to get on with it really, yeah. because it's like, Sometimes if you call them out, you look like the bad guy. You mm. might look bitter or whatever. Yeah. So it's frustrating. But listen, at the end of the day, it is only the fucking internet. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, hopefully we won't be putting content on the internet. Maybe the podcast, but in terms of sketches and that, hopefully I like to think I'm not going to be putting sketches out on Instagram and TikTok forever because hopefully I'll be putting that on a proper platform one day. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, it's funny because when he was like, uh, when that snow danger was like, uh, oh no, yeah, I knew it was. Uh, yeah, he uh, definitely uh, didn't, did he? Uh, yeah, he <laughs> nah, bless him. What I'll say about him, my mates, some of my mates absolutely love him. They're like, I think he's snowy danger. I think he's great. Um, the reason why I don't really watch much of his, much of his stuff, I know he's a big drinker. Yeah. That's a big part of, mm. and I just, I just don't, I don't want to get wrapped up in all that. Do yeah. you know what I mean? He's a big drinker. I mean, his whole shtick is like, sort of like, just, Beer in one hand, yeah, like chatting shit and just sort of putting the world to rights, putting the world to yeah. rights. Yeah, like there's big sort of raging cokehead energy about him. Really, uh, yeah, <laughs> and that's that's why I don't want to watch it. Because <laughs> bless him. Uh, I mean, I know a lot of people love him, but um, he seems like a lovely bloke. I'm sure he's I mean? a lovely like, bloke and yeah. obviously good at what he does. But uh, but yeah, that. I want to stay away from that mentality <laughs> if I can. Yeah, yeah. You know, I want to stay on the straight and narrow. Do you have a news story? Go on. All right. I've got a few different ones here. Now, it just depends what type of news story you want. I'm going to give you the headlines. Yeah. And then you just say which one you fancy. Okay. Go on. Uh, man stranded at sea. I'm giving you the first half of the headline. All right. Um... Married police officer. Nah. Phantom Pua. Yes. <laughs> 100% Phantom Pua. Just goes to show your... Uh, yeah. <laughs> your level. Like yeah. So Hunt is on for Oxford University Phantom Pua, who left huge turd on bathroom floor. Love that. We had the same thing at my school. Yeah. It was, uh, was it primary you? school. It weren't me. <laughs> Someone had left like proper fresh one in the middle of the. Uh... It was weird because I was thinking you could. By the time you got in that cubicle, you could have pulled your trousers down and got that out. But he obviously, or whoever it was, don't think that was ever caught. So it was the perfect crime. <laughs> but do you think that's like they haven't made it to the toilet, or do you think that's I'm doing this? That's like... somebody who wants to see the whole world burn. Yeah, dirty protest. <laughs> could be. <laughs> 
Could be. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, uh, I don't want to learn my five times. No, there was two phantom poos. And then when I was in senior school, I remember going in, there was this, like, there was this big like fucking commotion in the downstairs toilet, like by the entrance of my senior school. So it is, someone had left the biggest shit I've ever seen in my life. I, I, the only way I can describe it is like, it was, it was the size roundness of a Pringle can. <laughs> it was fucking massive like till this day I've never seen anything like it was a it. human shit it was a human shit it was like it's like a monster had come in like the BFG or something and <laughs> laid one out but that one was actually in the toilet and um, it got locked off anyway the toilet and then I just saw like the caretaker walking towards the toilet thinking I don't get paid enough for this <laughs> <laughs> I feel so sorry for the guy. Well, this person here, is Oxford Uni, yeah, Oxford Uni, yeah. Um, Where did they poo? So it says here they uh, the incident took place in the ground floor bathroom of the Durham building, uh, a building used to house all first year students. Um, an email went round for repulsive behaviour, and it said beyond the bounds of what could be considered reasonable. <laughs> That's one way to put it. Um, they could be threatened with a thousand pound fine for uh, allegedly leaving a turd on the bathroom wow. student halls. Um, university spokesman, spokesperson said, it became clear that the shower had been used as a lavatory. Uh, they admitted to the Daily Star that the culprit, whose identity is not yet known, had to have been someone who lived in the building. The accommodation has an electric entry system accessible to only students. Who shared, shared, shared shower. Yeah. Have you ever been to a nightclub before where you've gone into the toilet cubicle and shit is just like sprayed <laughs> up the wall? I think this is something that only happens in like men's Listen, toilets. let me tell you, I've been in a lot of cubicles in nightclubs. <laughs> <laughs> but often... <laughs> It's not to go to toilets. <laughs> uh, no, I've never. You never witnessed that? Nah, man. I mean, I reckon you probably went to like grotty fucking yeah. shitty nightclubs. I used to go to, I used to go to, you know, some of the best club nightclubs in the Southeast. You know, you're talking Faces, Gantil. <laughs> you're talking Nubar, Loughton. Yeah. You're talking Sugar Hut, Brentwood. Yeah. The... You know, you're talking the creme de la creme. The only thing that's People getting don't sprayed do that. in those clubs is Moe, isn't it? Exactly that. <laughs> Moe in your fucking Mui. Yeah, no, and, and all fairness, in, in them nightclubs, people are not using the toilet cubicles for for their actual purpose. Yeah. You know, they're more little private cubby holes where, I mean, you know, you know what I'm getting at. Yeah. Um, I remember, do you ever been to Warehouse Project? Did you ever go there? Warehouse Project? No, in but I used Manchester. to go. I used to go Warehouse in Edmonton. Do you ever go there? Yeah, I went to Warehouse. Did back you? In the day. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's not too far from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we used to go Warehouse till like six in the morning. Yeah, um, proper bookie place, Warehouse. Yeah, proper bookie. Uh, <laughs> scary place. Yeah, in the middle of an industrial estate. I mean, middle I, of industrial estate in North London, Edmonton. Yeah, which is fucking one of the roughest parts. Ghetto. Of yeah. Uh, sometimes if you don't, if you came out there, the, you know, the wrong time, and you were on your own or something, you you might have been fucking. Well, we robbed. used to um, we used to come out there at like six in the morning and get like an illegal cab home because yeah. like, we'd be like eighteen, nineteen at the time. Seven of you, in and the he'd cab. be like forty quid. Yeah. Thirty quid, but and we'd actually get him down to like a score. Be like, nah, mate, geezer around the corner said he'd do it for twenty quid. So all right, twenty five, filing off for like literally about five of us in this cab. Yeah. Just like sun coming up. Um, yeah. Yeah. I had a couple of good nights in there, but it was a rough dive. <laughs> uh, it, listen, it's proper like house place yeah, where you yeah. go, you know, there's, I think there's big like 
big big drug culture in there yeah um you know people dance until five six in the morning but yeah, it, I never felt that comfortable there, no, to be honest. You, you always know? sort of felt a little bit on edge in a place Yeah, like a little bit on edge. But that's also part of the fun when you're younger. You're like, oh, I'm somewhere where, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I shouldn't, I probably shouldn't be, you know? So, uh, warehouse Project is like, you know about Warehouse Project. It's like one of the biggest. Yeah, it's, like, a big, it's in a big warehouse, isn't it? Yeah, well, they have them in different places. They have, used to have them like... Uh, they just book, book, big, old, big old raves. Big old raves, but they're they're quite like... I guess they're quite, it's quite, probably quite corporate now. Um, yeah. um, it's still like the, the actual raves, it's, the actual raves themselves are quite, you know, they have like a feel of like an underground rave or whatever, but the way it's run and like, you know, they they book some of the best DJs and acts in, in the world. In the world. and But they have like a deal with all their artists that they have like exclusivity that they can't play anywhere else in Manchester. Ah, and stuff okay, like that. that's like, cool. I mean, it's cool, but it does kill like the like the small independent nights off a little bit. Like it's a little bit of a monopoly. But mm. I mean, you know, the DJs decide to do that. Like that's that's up to them. Makes way. them more exclusive as well. But I've had some brilliant nights there. Like, and it used to be in like probably like three thousand people in in the rave sometimes. Like, and it's just like a like I said, old industrial warehouse. Or sometimes it was under like railway arches. Oh, okay, it's just in different places. <clears throat> yeah. Well, they had they had like a they've changed venue a few times over the years. Um, I remember being there once going back to a uh, toilet chat and just walking into one of the toilet cubicles. And they're pot, pot, portal parties. And no, no, there's actual toilets oh, okay. inside the warehouse. Right. And um, there was a line. <laughs> like it was almost like, you know, like when people get the spray guns to paint walls and stuff like that. Mm. It's like someone had just got like filled that with brown paint and just spray. It was like almost up to the ceiling. So I don't even know how you would manage that really. Like you have to literally just be, are you aiming or are you just, do you reckon someone's just like. <sighs> someone's just had a merit. Like. <laughs> They've just had a nightmare. Yeah. They've gone to like bend over to like sit down. and Yeah. It's not good. I mean that, yeah. I mean that, that strikes me as like maybe like a cocktail of drugs. Yeah. You know, like being able to control your bowels. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's probably like, maybe that's like ketamine or something like that. Yeah. Um, Doesn't seem like normal. There was this, well, I heard this story, this one bird around here um, who took a big, big, big line of ketamine. And do you remember them trousers that them girls used to wear where at the ankles they would be tight, but then they would be like baggy up here. I think it was like around 2007 to 2010, girls used to wear this. A bit like Aladdin's trousers. Right, yeah, yeah. And uh, she'd done this big bit of ketamine and uh, apparently she shit herself. Hmm. And she's walking about. She's so out of it that, uh, like, you could see the poo in oh. these. Yeah, terrible, man. Yeah, I mean, no one saw her again, so she must have moved out the area, which is <laughs> smart move, isn't it? Really, on her part. Um, Got on her magic carpet and fucked up. Yeah, I mean, but that's unfortunate, isn't it? That is horrible. Yeah, yeah. Some things like I mean, especially you think just go before you come out. You know what I mean? Like bodily function stuff. You don't really want yeah. that happening in public, do you? I mean, I told you that time about I had to. Uh, I was on a boat party in Croatia, and I had nothing on me, and all of a sudden, I really needed to shoot yourself. I didn't. No, I went to the toilet, but there was it was a toilet on a boat, and there was no toilet paper. Ah. Uh, and all that I had on me was a packet of Rizla. Uh, has he done that? <laughs> yeah. I had to, uh, yeah. That's disgusting. Make do. I mean, hard times, mate. You know, you got to, yeah. Got to do it. Mate, you can. there's nothing worse is there than doing a turnout. 
like a nightclub or whatever, they mix toilets or whatever, and you, you come out of the toilet and there's just like a fit bird there. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> you know what, actually? My mate was a, uh, a, a 195 in Epping. We used to go quite a lot. Mm. And he was in the VIP, right? Um, and uh, there's mixed toilets there. And he thought I was outside waiting for him. And um, basically, I was like, it's taking too long. And uh, behind me was uh, Frankie Bridge from the Saturdays. Right. Uh, very pretty girl. Yeah. Uh, and apparently he come out, opened the door and didn't look up when he went, and he'd obviously done a big shit and he went, get on that, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I looked up and it was Frankie Bridge from the well, Saturdays. He was like wafting it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was like, get on that, you cunt. Uh, and he said he was just absolutely mortified. <laughs> And did I tell you my Louisa Johnson story? Yeah, you told me. Yeah, that, I told yeah, said that before. Crossed. But at least that, at least she didn't. You know, what I mean, that was just me embarrassing myself, but not actually her smelling my human feces. <laughs> I'm going to go back to one of the stories that you uh, turned down because I maybe should have sold it a little bit better. Man stranded at sea uh, survives for 24 days on tomato ketchup. Really? <laughs> I don't like tomato ketchup. I, yeah, I would have died. Quite. Uh, uh, I'm not a fan either. It's quite, it's a bit too sweet. Do you know what I mean? It's I like just don't like the smell. A Dominican man has defied the odds of living on just tomato ketchup whilst lost at sea for 24 days. Uh, Elvis Francois, 54, was swept out into the ocean by adverse weather conditions in December as he was repaired, he in a boat. He repaired, was repairing a sailboat off a harbour on the island of oh. St. Martin and got. Why would uh, you not jump off? Uh, the 54 year old said he survived on the vessel by mixing tomato sauce with water, garlic powder and bullion cubes in a video released by the Colombian Navy following his ordeal. He collected rainwater in a cloth to help remain hydrated. Naval officials told the Associated Press. He said, I had no food. There was only a bottle of ketchup that was on the boat, garlic powder and bullion cubes. So I mixed up with some water for me to survive on the sea for 24 days. Uh, He carved the word help in the boat in a bid to attract the attention of passing planes. And this is really like actually quite impressive what he did here. So he... Eventually, Mr. Francois managed to angle a mirror he was carrying to catch the sun's rays and reflect them towards a passing plane. Show, uh, you got a picture of him? Uh, that's that's like proper uh, castaway shit. There he is. That's him. Oh, bless him. But I mean, that is pretty clever. Like, you know, like angling the sun's rays towards a plane. The plane like circled back and then basically called the... Uh, uh, oh really yeah yeah they saw him the the plane came back round and then saw him and then called the navy and the navy came and rescued him oh quality i mean there's a there's a film in it yes definitely you can get uh, product placement what would it Hines. be called um, yeah what would you call it um rather red than dead cast a tomato like cast away <laughs> that's fucking terrible <laughs> Cast a tomato. I think we've got it, mate. <laughs> Hollywood, if you're listening. Um. <laughs> yeah. Who would be the worst person that you could be on a desert island with? Uh, the worst person you could be caught on a desert island. Worst, or like the worst, but like, uh, like not murderers and shit, because like that's right. not. I mean, worst, actually, worst free. Uh, for me personally. Yep. <sighs> I don't know, maybe like Boris Johnson. Actually, he'd probably be a bit of a laugh after a while. 
Yeah, I mean, probably provide provide some entertainment. Yeah, yeah, of course he would. Although it'd be he, funny. Although he'd be like nicking food for himself and be telling you about shit. It'd be funny. He? It'd be like it'd be like doing stuff on the sly without you. It'd probably kill you whilst you're backstage. Yeah, <laughs> and then eat your fucking flesh if if you run out of food. I don't know. So I, I imagine someone like um, some, someone like Jeremy Clarkson. You know, <laughs> I mean, you know he's a cunt when he's hungry. <laughs> yeah, you both, but he's another guy that probably I know you dislike him. He's probably when you over, mate. To be honest, do you reckon? But Spending okay, Jeremy Clarkson, name top three: Jeremy Clarkson, Boris. I don't know about Boris actually. I'll take Boris out because, uh, yeah, I don't know. I do think he had some entertainment value. <laughs> He's, got, he's probably got good chat and good stories, even though he's an absolute fucking cunt. Um, who are yours? I'll think of some whilst you, you do yours. Uh, Mega Markle. <laughs> Nicola Sturgeon. What's wrong with Nicola Sturgeon? She's just fucking like, she just saved Black's Wyatt, didn't she, old Nicola? Like, anything England do, but like, yeah, um, we're going to do this. She's going to be... Then she'll be like, well, we're going to do that. She'll just do the opposite. I mean, they just want independence, don't they? Like, she'll fucking... Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, But that's what... I mean, God bless her. I know she's very patriotic, but it just seems like she just likes to do the opposite. You know what I mean? Of what... I just find her a bit... So, a bit irritating. Who's your third one? I mean, there's a few social media comedians that probably I'd stick on there. That, <laughs> do you know what I mean? That you'd think, I'm sure you're a nice guy, man, but... yeah. You just you you do my head in a little bit, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um. Ah, oh, do you know what? Do you know what actually would be fucking hilarious? Being on that island, Meghan Markle, Nicola Sturgeon, Andrew Tate. Yeah. That would go off, man. <laughs> that would go off. Could you imagine? They would fuck him up, old Nicola and Meghan. I reckon. I mean, that would be entertaining. I'm going to say Jeremy Clarkson, Rupert Murdoch, and Amanda Holden. Really? You don't like Amanda? She's well fit, mate. She just irritates me. Yeah? Well, fucking... She could irritate me all day in a bikini. She looks lovely. She's gorgeous, man. That's just talentless. Best three. Top three. I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. You'd want, like, fucking... Uh, old uh, Ant Middleton or Bear Grylls or someone like that, wouldn't you? Really, if you want to survive, yeah, true. You'd, have, mean, you'd have Bear Grylls on there. I don't really rate them either, but like you know, like you'd want someone. I'd useful. have Bear Grylls. I'd have my family. No, but no, we weren't saying that, were we? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, we'll family like aside. Yeah, no, I'd yeah. have. Listen, yeah, Bear, Gr- Bear Grylls is nailed, nailed on. Yeah. To have him on there because you got to, you know, you got you got to get your bits and bobs, mm. and he'll he'll help you survive. Um, probably I'd want some sort of like, I'd want to have a laugh in there. Mm. I reckon I'd have quite a good laugh with Ronnie O'Sullivan. Okay. I think he'd be a laugh. Yeah. And I'd probably stick, I'd need some sort of female to like, you know what I mean? Like. For what? (laughs) Just to like look at and that, you know what I mean? Um, there's a gorgeous, gorgeous model called Nina Agdal. You heard of her? No. She's lovely. She's always no. she's lovely looking. Nina Agdal. Nina Agdal. Probably have her. Okay. Um yeah, I mean she's stunning. And just to just to she's you know very, she's very pretty. I think I think having a pretty lady there would make the time go a bit bit quicker. Yeah. I mean it sounds a bit suspect. But, <laughs> but 
I get what you're saying. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. listen, we need, you know, you're not telling me that's not... It. <laughs> Josh is currently flashing a picture. Yeah, of but if you've got, if you got that on the desert island with you, you're going to yeah. think, it's not all that bad, is it really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's probably. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'd probably just have people that are practical. Right? And like you said, someone, you'd need someone practical, someone to make you laugh and maybe yeah. someone. A piece of ass. <laughs> she got a great ass. She got a great ass. Um, yeah, go on then. So you've got Bear grills. Someone should be in the toilet. <laughs> Might hear that. It's in the garage. I'll have a little thing. Bear grills. Something to make you laugh. Lim- uh, Bear grills, Limmy. Well, me. That's fine. <laughs> but yeah, Limmy, whatever. And then you got to have a female on there. Um... To be fair, I'll probably have your bird, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can I just change my feet? Can I have Bear grills, Ronnie O'Sullivan, and Salvatore's missus? I don't, I don't think she'd get on a boat with you. Well, we're stranded. She's not had a choice for whatever reason. Bear grills, Limmy, and um, maybe someone like... Um, There's got to be a female. Yeah, I mean, if I was picking to pick like... Your pin-up. Um, my Jama, someone like that. You know okay, I mean? or, solid. Or... <laughs> got to type in you. <laughs> or maybe, or maybe even you know, um, like... Shanti. Nah, uh... Beyonce. Nah, I'd, I'd say like a Latina like celebrity. Okay, you like a little bit of. You don't like what you don't like anyone like who's too of... white. Yeah, it was because they don't like me, mate. No, but I, no, I'm saying you like a little bit of something, something there. You like think, a little bit of flavour. You like, like a little yeah. bit of flavouring. Yeah, a little bit of spice. A little bit of spice. You know what I mean? Don't like, you're not, you're not an English rose sort of guy. Nah, not really. It's not for nah, me. Nah. No plain Janes. Uh, well, they're not, they're not plain Janes. They're nah. uh, gorgeous English roses. I'm sure they are, but that, uh, you know what it is? Growing up, well, I went to a school where um, it was quite a mixed school. But the white girls were racist. The white girls, I think the white girls growing up never had showed any interest in yeah, me. Cause, yeah, because yeah. And it was uh, so. Because they got told, don't bring any black boys home and you're sort of <laughs> yeah. halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know the sort of girls. Do you know what I mean? You can be uh, friends with them, but don't bring one home. Yeah. Those sort of those yeah. sort of families, yeah. <laughs> we know. Yeah. Um it's just uh it's time for one question, I'd say. It's a really good question this week, actually. Hi Josh, love the show. As someone who champions mental health, what do you recommend will have the greatest positive impact on yours in 2023? Meditation, exercise, or getting knocked out by your brother? Lots of love, JP. Uh, <laughs> What? I was just about uh, to say, who's saying but... I champion mental health? I fucking. <laughs> my, if, if my mental health was in a competition, mate, it'd be fucking losing. It would be fucking West Ham United getting battered every week. He put in brackets at the end there, the hardest James brother. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> um, that's funny. <laughs> Got no answer for that. <laughs> I mean, he knows I'd do him now. I think he knows that. I reckon we should get a little boxing match. I, I, honestly, I'd be so up for that. Go down TW1 when it's closed. Does, he, does he box your brother? No, I don't I don't think he ever has done. But he's, I think he's quite, I think he's probably... He looks uh, in good shape. I'd say he's probably the more attractive brother. I would say he's better looking than me. Yeah, he's mm. got he's got sort of more, more nicer features. Uh, he probably, I don't know, actually strength-wise... I would say I'm probably fitter than him. I mm. don't know who's stronger, but I'm taller. And yeah, if we had little, maybe a three, two minute rounds, that might be, it might be fun. Okay. 
I'll definitely be up for that, but I don't think he, I don't know if that would be something to be interested in. But listen, it's there, uh, brother, if you, if you want it. Um, <laughs> could be for the Patreon. Yeah. When that the might be a little good thing that gets filmed. Um, but yeah, if you've got any questions, just DM me on Instagram at Sam Piconi. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to say before we sign off? No, just uh, I think the dates for uh, Bubba Hood, for Bubba Lent, uh, yes. uh, Aleshi's tour, what I'm supporting, almost sold out. So if you want to come, snap up the tickets. I think the only tickets left are like the Leicester Square Theatre ones over the 20th, 21st and 22nd of April. Um, I'm pretty sure Southend sold out. I think Bromley's nearly sold out. Obviously, we're going all around the country, but Southend, Bromley, they're the Josh James Hartlands. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's where the real sort of Brexit voters are that are into my sort of shtick. So, um, yeah, I you know, can't wait for that. Really excited for that. Um, and the probably wheels are going to be in motion soon for a live version of this podcast. Yep. So keep an eye out for that. Um, and that's it. As ever, guys, write us five stars on Spotify. Write us five stars on um, Apple podcasts and leave us a nice review share with your friends and family and uh yeah we've got some great guests coming up next week that we're interviewing so stay tuned and uh thanks again for listening <laughs>